Chapter Five of Among the Night People by Clara Dillingham Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Chapter Five: The Young Raccoons Go to a Party. It was not many nights after Big Brother had tumbled from the maple tree when he and the other children were invited to a raccoon party down by the pond. The water was low and in the small pools by the shore there were many freshwater clams and small fishes, such as raccoons like best of all. A family of six young raccoons who lived very near the pond had found them just before sunrise, when they had to climb off to bed. They knew there was much more food there than they could eat alone, so their mother had let them invite their four friends, who lived in the hollow of the oak tree. The party was to begin the next evening at moonrise and the four children who lived in the oak tree got their invitation just as they were going to sleep for the day. They were very much excited over it, for they had never been to a party. "'I wish we could go now,' said Big Brother. "'Yes, lots of fun it would be now,' answered Little Brother. "'The sun is almost up, and there are no clouds in the sky. We couldn't see a thing unless we shaded our eyes with our forepaws, and if we had to use our forepaws in that way, we couldn't eat.' "'You do eat at parties, don't you?' asked Little Sister, who had not quite understood what was said. "'Of course,' shouted her brothers. "'That is what parties are for.' "'I thought maybe you talked some,' said Big Sister. "'I suppose you do have to some,' said Big Brother. "'But I know you eat. I've heard people tell about parties lots of times, and they always begin by telling what they ate. That's what makes it a party.' "'Oh, I wish it was night and time to go,' sighed Little Brother. "'I don't,' said Little Sister. "'I wouldn't have any fun if I were to go now. "'I'd rather wait until my stomach is empty.' "'There,' said their mother. "'You children have talked long enough. "'Now curl down and go to sleep. "'The birds are already singing their morning songs, "'and the owls and bats were dreaming long ago. "'It will make night-time come much sooner "'if you do not stay awake.' "'We're not a bit sleepy,' cried all the young raccoons together. "'That makes no difference at all,' said their mother, and she spoke quite sternly. "'Cuddle down for the day now. Cover your eyes and stop talking. I do not say you must sleep, but you must stop talking.' They knew that when she spoke in that way and said, "'Must,' there was nothing to do but to mind. So they cuddled down, and every one of them was asleep before you could drop an acorn.' Mother Raccoon had known it would be so. When they awakened early the next night, each young raccoon had to make himself look as neat as possible. There was long fur to be combed, faces and paws to be washed, and twenty-three burrs to be taken out of Little Brother's tail. He began to take them out himself, but his mother found that whenever he got one loose, he stuck it on to one of the other children. So she scolded him, and made him sit on a branch by himself while she worked at the burrs. Sometimes she couldn't help pulling the fur, and then he tried to wiggle away. "'You've got enough out,' he cried. "'Let the rest go.' "'You should have thought sooner how it would hurt,' she said. "'You have been told again and again to keep away from the burrs, and you are just as careless as you were the first night you left the tree.' Then she took out another burr and dropped it to the ground. "'Ow!' said he. "'Let me go!' "'Not until I am done,' she answered. No child of mine shall ever go to a party, looking as you do. After that, 
little brother tried to hold still, and he had time to think how glad he was that he hadn't stuck any more burrs on the other children. If he had gotten more onto them, he would have had to wait while they were pulled off again, and then they might have been late for the party. If he had been very good, he would have been glad they didn't have to be as hurt as he was. But he was not very good, and he never thought of that. When he was ready at last, Mother Raccoon made her four children sit in a row while she talked to them. "'Remember to walk on your toes,' said she, "'although you may stand flat-footed if you wish. "'Don't act greedy if you can help it. "'Go into the water as much as you choose, "'but don't try to dive, even if they dare you to. "'Raccoons can never learn to dive, "'no matter how well they swim. "'And be sure to wash your food before you eat it.' All of the young raccoons said, Yes'm, and thought they would remember every word. The first moonbeam shone on the top of the oak tree, and Mrs. Raccoon said, Now you may go. Be good children, and remember what I told you. Don't stay too long. Start home when you see the first light in the east. Yes'm, said the young raccoons, as they walked off very properly toward the pond. After they were well away from the oak tree, they heard their mother calling to them, Remember to walk on your toes. Raccoons cannot go very fast, and the moon was shining brightly when they reached the pond and met their six friends. Such frolics as they had in the shallow water, swimming, twisting, turning, scooping up food with their busy forepaws, going up and down the beach and rolling on the sand. They never once remembered what their mother had told them, and they acted exactly as they had been in the habit of doing every day. Big Brother looked admiringly at his own tail every chance he got, although he had been told particularly not to act as if he thought himself fine-looking. Little Brother rolled into a lot of sandburrs and got his fur so matted that he looked worse than ever. Big Sister snatched food from the other raccoons, and not one of them remembered about walking on tiptoe. Little Sister ate half the time without washing her food. Of course, that didn't matter when the food was taken from the pond. But when they found some on the beach and ate it without washing, that was dreadful. No raccoon who is anybody at all will do that. The mother of the family of six looked on from a tree nearby. The children did not know that she was there. What manners, said she. I shall never have them invited here again. Just then she saw one of her own sons eat without washing his food, and she groaned out loud. My children are forgetting too, she said. I have told him hundreds of times that if he did that way every day, he would do so at a party, but he has always said he would remember. The mother of the four young raccoons was out hunting and found herself near the pond. How noisy those children are, she said to herself. Night people should be quiet. She tiptoed along to a pile of rocks and peeped between them to see what was going on. She saw her children's footprints on the sand. Aha, said she, so they did walk flat-footed after all. She heard someone scrambling down a tree nearby. Good evening, said a pleasant raccoon voice near her. It was the mother of the six. Are you watching the children's party? asked the newcomer. I hope you did not notice how badly my son is behaving. I have tried to teach my children good manners, but they will be careless when I am not looking, and then, of course, they forget in company. That made the mother of four feel more comfortable. I know just how that is, said she. Mine mean to be good, but they are so careless. 
it is very discouraging. The two mothers talked for a long time in whispers, and then each went to her hole. When the four young raccoons came home, it was beginning to grow light, and they kept close together because they were somewhat afraid. Their mother was waiting to see them settled for the day. She asked if they'd had a good time, and said she was glad they got home promptly. They had been afraid she would ask if they had washed their food and walked on their toes. She seemed even not to notice little brother's matted coat. When they awakened the next night, the mother hurried them off with her to the same pond where they had been to the party. "'I am going to visit with the mother of your friends,' said she, "'and you may play around and amuse yourselves.' The young raccoons had another fine time, although little brother found it very uncomfortable to wear so many burrs. They played tag in the trees and ate and swam and lay on the beach. While they were lying there, the four from the oak tree noticed that their mother was walking flat-footed. There was bright moonlight, and anybody might see her. They felt dreadfully about it. Then they saw her begin to eat food which she had not washed. They were so ashamed that they didn't want to look their friends in the eye. They didn't know that their friends were feeling the same way because they had seen their mother doing ill-mannered things. After they reached home, Big Brother said, very timidly to his mother did you know you ate some food without washing it oh yes she answered it is such a bother to dip it all in water and you walked flat-footed said little brother well why shouldn't i if i want to said she the children began to cry <laughs> people will think you don't know any better said they we were dreadfully ashamed "'Oh,' said their mother, "'oh, oh, so you think that my manners are not so good as yours, is that it?' The young raccoons looked at each other in a very uncomfortable way. "'We suppose we don't always do things right ourselves,' they answered. "'But you are grown up.' "'Yes,' replied their mother, "'and you will be.' For a long time nobody spoke and little sister sobbed out loud. Then Mrs. Raccoon spoke more gently. "'The sun is rising,' said she. "'We will go to sleep now, and when we awaken tomorrow night, we will try to have better manners, so that we need not be ashamed of each other at parties or at home.' Long after the rest were dreaming, Big Sister nudged Big Brother and awakened him. "'I understand it now,' she said. "'She did it on purpose.' "'Who did what?' asked he. "'Why, our mother. "'She was rude on purpose to let us see how it looked.' "'Big Brother thought for a moment. "'Of course,' said he. "'Of course she did. "'Well, she won't ever have to do it again for me.' "'Nor for me,' said Big Sister. "'Then they went to sleep.' End of Chapter 5